It just sounds so silly to think that any Christian would get their doctrine from a Hollywood movie about Moses. But they do. It just sounds so silly to me. But I know it happens. And even if you're getting your doctrine from a preacher at your church and you're failing to check Bible, it's not that you're checking against your preacher. You're establishing doctrine in you. But don't let them just read a scripture to you. Go jot down the place of the scripture and go home and read the Bible for yourself. And let that be established in you more deeply. If you hear me speaking, I'm always telling you Every scripture I speak today will be printed out for you on our blog. Go to our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortations, and you'll see everything in writing because I want you to read the scriptures. I want you to read the Bible for yourself. That's the only safe way to go in this subject. We are drawing close to the return of Jesus and As we draw nearer to the return of Jesus, the deception increases, and you have got to be aware of that. So let's talk about this subject of getting your spiritual doctrine from Hollywood movies. Well, I I wouldn't do that at all. I saw these movies before I was born again, such as the Ten Commandments. I saw that before I was born again. I wouldn't watch that today. I wouldn't watch it at all. There was a movie of just a few years ago. What was that movie? I'm not even sure I can remember the subject. But the church people got so excited about it. I know the Baptist church where I live, they even loaded people on buses and took them by busloads to see that Hollywood movie about this subject. And my cousin, who's Church of Christ, even asked me, Well, did you see that movie? What did you think about it? And I said, I don't get my spiritual things from Hollywood. I wouldn't even think of doing this. Oh, to me, it's just abominable to do such a thing. Let's look at some things about this. I was engaged in the year 20, oh, I think it was 20... 2002, I was engaged to be married, and the man that I was planning to marry was a Methodist. He said he was a Christian. I wanted to marry, so I foolishly went along with him. I don't know that I ever really believed he was a Christian. He didn't act like one. He liked to have people think he was a Christian, and he liked the pretense But I never really saw the Holy Spirit in him at any time. But I was too immature at that time. Nevertheless, God spared me by an interesting set of circumstances. Howard and I went to Albuquerque, New Mexico to visit my cousin. Now, my cousin, uh, I don't think she ever attended a church. If she did, it would have been Methodist. I'm not even sure she had a Bible at her house. She and her husband went to the grocery store for something, and Howard and I were left there at the house, at Donna Faye's house. The subject came up of the parting of the Red Sea and the destroying of Pharaoh and his men. And Howard said to me, Pharaoh wasn't destroyed. 
he was on the banks of the on the banks when all the men were destroyed. I saw that in the Ten Commandments. Cecil B. DeMille movie. I said, Howard, that's not right. That's not what the Bible teaches. And he says, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Oh, I've had Christ people who said they were Christians many times. I've had them say, oh, it doesn't matter what the Bible says. I don't believe they're Christians. The Bible matters to me. So as Howard and I sat there, I didn't know if Donna Faye had a Bible. I said to Howard, um, oh, there's a Bible in my, in my car. We had gone to Albuquerque in my car. And I said, there's a Bible in the back seat of my car. I'll go get it and we'll see. And Howard didn't want me to. But I did. So I brought the Bible back in. And I turned to Exodus 15 and I found the place which is as follows. Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank unto the bottom as a stone. Now this is from uh, Exodus 15. But in Exodus 14, it also says something about this. In Exodus 14... It says, and it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people. And they said, Why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? And he, Pharaoh, made ready his chariot and took his people with him. And he took six hundred chosen chariots, and all the chariots of Egypt, and the captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of the Pharaoh king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. Then in Exodus 15, it says, Pharaoh's chariot and his host hath he, God, cast into the sea. So I read that to Howard, and then I said to Howard, So what do you think? And he said, well, I think Pharaoh was killed in the Red Sea. I sort of remember that Cecil B. DeMille movie, The Ten Commandments, which I would not at all see any religious movie today produced by Hollywood or anybody else. I like to get my religion from the Bible and God, not from Hollywood. Therefore, I wouldn't see it today, but... I know I saw it before I was born again. And I sort of remember Yule Brenner, I think, was Pharaoh. I remember him on the banks of the Red Sea in that chariot as God destroyed the other men who were in the chariots. See, they didn't get it right. You can say, well, it doesn't matter. Then you just turn this broadcast off if it doesn't matter to you because you don't care about Bible. I care about Bible. And I believe there are many of you listening to this today who care about Bible. And if we care about Bible, we have to care about all of the Bible and getting the truth from the Bible. And we present the truth if we care about Bible. When a preacher or a church 
does not present the truth of the Bible. And when they change it, and I've heard them change it many times at churches, when they do not care about the truth and they change it, they are antichrist. If you don't care about the Bible, you are antichrist. If you sit there with people who don't care about the Bible at church, you are antichrist too. So you have to leave them. You can't do it. You can't sit with people in a church when they show they don't care about the Bible. You'll see it if you read the Bible or if you just pay attention a little bit. You will see them performing marriage ceremonies where men marry divorced women at the church. When Jesus said in Matthew 5.32, Whosoever marrieth her that is divorced committeth adultery. If you believe the Bible, you won't stay in that church. You have to leave it. Well, it's good that you leave it because the end is coming and you will be judged along with Antichrist as being part of Antichrist if you stay there. You can't stay in a church where they fall away from Scripture and set up another doctrine. Now, why would they do that? They do it for money. They do it for praise of men. They do it for a big reputation in the world. When you see a lot of people attend a church, they are very likely not teaching the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery because if they taught that, they would leave them. So you see, your doctrine must be based on Bible. Your actions must uphold the Bible. You can't keep company with people who say they are Christians when they do not uphold the Bible. We live at the end times. We are in a dangerous war right now between truth and non-truth. The iniquity abounds, Jesus says, because the end time iniquity abounds, the love of many for the word of God will wax cold. And that's exactly what's happening. Antichrist has already moved into the churches where they let their guard down by removing Scripture because that's the very barrier that kept Antichrist out is the Scripture. So if you remove any Scripture from the church group, you are letting Antichrist into the church. And if you're sitting there in them where they've let Antichrist in, guess what? You're going to be judged with Antichrist in the judgment, at the judgment seat of Christ. So you're in a war to keep yourself in the Word of God. Shortly after we returned to Dallas, uh, Lubbock, where we lived, I said something that offended Howard, and he left me, and we did not get married. This happened about a month before the wedding was planned. Today, I am delighted that I didn't marry Howard. I'm delighted that I didn't marry many of the men I dated and wanted to marry. God saved me from all of it. Usually we are saved when we speak the truth. And lots of us know that if we keep silent and don't let them know what we're thinking, then we can marry them. But when you speak the truth, if they are evil, they will leave you. Pam Padgett, who is a member of the body of Christ, I, I live in her home, 
Pam Paget was engaged years ago, and when she shared a scripture with her future husband, he no longer wanted to marry her. He left her. She shared a scripture concerning uh, divorce and remarriage and shared with him that if his son, who was in the Air Force, married a woman in Germany who had been divorced, the son would commit adultery. From that point on, her fiancé didn't want anything to do with her, and they canceled the wedding. Pam and I were both spared in spite of our own selves. Let's continue with this subject of getting our doctrine from the Bible and God. Acts chapter 17, verse 11. Paul says the Bereans were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word of God spoken by Paul with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily to see whether those things Paul spoke were true. Now, Paul wouldn't have minded that. I don't mind it. We want you to get your doctrine from the Bible and from God by His Spirit. And it says in Acts 17, 12, as a result of searching the Bible to see if those things that Paul spoke were true, therefore many of them believed. At one point, Pam Paget lived in Oklahoma, and she was attending a non-denominational church there. A divorced woman was planning to marry a man from the singles class where she had met the man that she wanted to marry. Uh, singles classes at churches are havens for meeting men to get so you can get married, and divorced women are frequently hanging out there, and people at churches don't teach this thing about the divorced woman if a man marries her, he will commit adultery. So, this is a haven for hunting a husband. Pam showed her the scripture and told her, the Bible says, if a divorced woman remarried, she would commit adultery, according to the Bible. She quoted Matthew five thirty-two, But I say unto you, that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. If she remarries, she'll commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. Then in 1 Corinthians 7, 10, 11, Paul says unto the married, I command, yet not I, but the Lord. Paul is saying, this is a commandment of the Lord for the New Testament church. Let not the wife depart from her husband. But and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband. And let not the husband put away his wife. There are other scriptures, such as Romans 7, where it says, If while her husband liveth, if a woman be a divorced woman be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. Mark 10, Jesus said, verse 11, 12, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another committeth adultery against her, and if a woman shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. All these scriptures say the same thing. So Pam shared this with the woman at church, the divorced woman, who was planning to marry. 
And this woman said to Pam, I don't care what the Bible says. Pam was very shocked that a Christian wouldn't care what the Bible said. Yet Pam was sitting in a church which didn't care either because they were going to have the wedding at that church performed by that pastor. They didn't care. Or they wouldn't be attending that church. That church was Antichrist. Pam went to the man who also attended the singles class, and she told him if he married this divorced woman, the Bible said he would commit adultery. And the man said, I'll think about it. But he went ahead with the wedding, which was performed at that church. Pam also told a woman from the singles class who had been planning to be the maid of honor that this marriage would be adultery. And the woman said she knew it. But she said, they'll do it anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and be maid of honor. The Bible says, neither be partaker of other men's sins. Keep thyself pure. 1 Timothy 5.22 So everybody was saying, I don't care what the Bible says. The divorced woman was saying it. The man who was marrying the divorced woman was saying it. The woman who was going to be maid of honor was saying it. And all of them attended this church where the pastor was going to perform the wedding ceremony and did. Pam was the only one that stood up against this. God removed her from that church group. Many church people just don't care what the Bible says. Jesus says in John 14, 6, I, the word, am the way, the truth, and the life. I, the word of God, am the way to go. I am the truth. I am the life, says Jesus. And listen to this part of that scripture. Jesus says, No man cometh unto the Father but by me, by the word. You can say Jesus is Lord all day long and violate scripture and you are not going to go to God the Father. You are going to be condemned as Antichrist for going in a way opposite from the scripture. Unless you repent and turn back to the scripture and leave the Antichrist church people and uphold the scripture and honor the scripture. So beware of casting aside the Bible, for to do this is to be Antichrist. Second Thessalonians 2, Paul says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day of the Lord shall not come, except there come a falling away first. The falling away is people in churches falling away from Scripture. The NASB calls this the apostasy. The man of sin will be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. No, Antichrist is not one man, and he does not come through governments of men. He's in the churches. 
says Paul. And the Apostle John, in 1 John chapter 2, starting at verse 18, told them, he says, these are the last times. We know it's the last times because there are many antichrists among them. And with the ones who upheld the Bible, John says, they left us so it could be shown that they were not all of us. These were antichrists in the churches in the day of the Apostle John. And the Apostle Paul gathered the elders of Ephesus together, and he said to the elders, I know that you'll never see my face again. After my departing, many among you will rise up and speak perversions to draw men away for themselves. That's in Acts chapter 20. Those were in the days of Paul and John. Antichrist was already in the churches in those days. But it got worse. And Paul said it would get worse and worse. Evil men and seducers would wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. And until the end of the days on this earth, we will have a battle. But we are well equipped by having the Spirit of God and the Bible. But if you turn aside from the Bible, you've got nothing. I actually had one of our church members, one in our group, say, I no longer read the Bible. I no longer care about anything. I don't read the Bible. I don't read the blog. And I no longer care about anyone. How can that happen? Well, that's what Jesus said would happen in the last days. He said, because iniquity abounds, the love of many would wax cold. Well, what happens is you let the iniquity bound in your life. You let the wrong programs play on the television set. You go to the wrong churches where Antichrist is reigning. You associate yourself with all this. Of course, you're going to be swept away from the real people of God. You won't endure. She just walked away. She tried to come back later, but it didn't work. So don't be deceived by those persons who say they are Christians. While they show, they do not care about the Bible. Jesus, the Word. You cannot care about Jesus, who is the Word, and cast aside the Bible. Cast aside portions of the Bible, just a few scriptures, not caring. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it, Pharaoh was killed in the Red Sea. What does it matter to us today? It matters to us today because it is an example God put in the Bible for us. Yes, it matters. It matters as much as life itself. For it's going to disclose to us the people who are antichrist, for they won't care. But we do care. It discloses Antichrist so we can separate ourselves from those people who say they are Christians but do not care about the scriptures. This is Joan Boney speaking. Our blog name is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. You can see these scriptures by going there. I do thank you for allowing me to share with you today.